0: Alawapa, friends. It's the 12th day of might, the year 175 of the Baha'i calendar, September 19th, 2018. Thank you for joining me this morning at Scattering Angels. I'm going to read to you today from Baha'i World Faith. This is in the writings of Abdu'l-Baha, page 245 through 248. It's titled, The Teachings of Baha'u'llah. I will speak to you concerning the special teachings of Baha'u'llah. All the divine principles announced by the tongue of the prophets of the past are to be found in the words of Baha'u'llah. But in addition to these, he has revealed certain new teachings, which are not found in any of the sacred books of former times. I shall mention some of them. The others, which are many in number, may be found in the books, tablets, and epistles written by Baha'u'llah such as the Hidden Words, the Glad Tidings, the Words of Paradise, Tajaliyat, Tarazat, and others. Likewise, in the Book of Akhtas, there are new teachings which cannot be found in any of the past books or epistles of the Prophets. A fundamental teaching of Baha'u'llah is the oneness of the world of humanity. Addressing mankind, he says, Ye are all leaves of one tree and the fruits of one branch. By this it is meant that the world of humanity is like a tree. The nations or peoples are the different limbs or branches of that tree, and the individual human creatures are as the fruits and blossoms thereof. In this way, His Holiness Baha'u'llah expressed the oneness of humankind, whereas in all religion, religious teachings of the past, the human world has been represented as divided into two parts one known as the people of the Book of God, or the pure tree and the other the people of infidelity and error or the evil tree. The former were considered as belonging to the faithful and the others to the hosts of the irreligious and infidel. One part of humanity, the recipients of divine mercy, and the other the object of the wrath of their creator. His Holiness Baha'u'llah removed this by proclaiming the oneness of the role of humanity, and this principle is specialized in his teachings. For he has submerged all mankind in the sea of divine generosity. Some are asleep, they need to be awakened. Some are ailing, they need to be healed. Some are immature as children, they need to be trained. But all are recipients of the bounty and bestowals of God. Another new principle revealed by His Holiness Baha'u'llah is the injunction to investigate truth. That is to say, no man should blindly follow his ancestors and forefathers. Nay, each must see with his own eyes, hear with his own ears, and investigate the truth himself, in order that he may follow the truth instead of blind acquiescence and imitation of ancestral beliefs. His Holiness Baha'u'llah has announced that the foundation of all religions of God is one, that oneness is truth, and truth is oneness, which does not admit of plurality. This teaching is new and specialized to this manifestation." He sets forth a new principle for this day in the announcement that religion must be the cause of unity, harmony, and agreement among mankind. If it be the cause of discord and hostility, if it leads to separation and creates conflict, the absence of religion will be preferable in the world. Furthermore, he proclaims that religion must be in harmony with science and reason. If it does not conform to science and reconcile with reason, it is superstition. Down to the present day, it has been customary for man to accept a religious teaching even though it were not in accord with human reason and judgment. The harmony of religious belief with reason is a new vista which Baha'u'llah has opened for the soul of man. He establishes the equality of man and woman. This is peculiar to the teachings of Baha'u'llah, for all other religions have placed man above woman. A new religious principle is that prejudice and fanaticism, whether sectarian, denominational, patriotic, or political, are destructive to the foundation of human solidarity. Therefore, man should release himself from such bonds in order that the oneness of the world of humanity may become manifest. Universal peace is assured by Baha'u'llah as a fundamental accomplishment of the religion of God that peace shall prevail among nations, governments, and peoples, among religions, races, and all conditions of mankind. This is one of the special characteristics of the word of God revealed in this manifestation. Baha'u'llah declares that all mankind should attain knowledge and acquire an education. This is a necessary principle of religious belief, an observance characteristically new in this dispensation. He has set forth the solution and provided the remedy for the economic question. No religious books of the past prophets speak of this important human problem. He has ordained and established the House of Justice, which is endowed with a political as well as a religious function, the consummate union and blending of church and state. This institution is under the protecting power of Baha'u'llah himself. A universal or international house of justice shall also be organized. Its ruling shall be in accordance with the commands and teachings of Baha'u'llah, and that which the universal house of justice ordains shall be obeyed by all mankind. This international house of justice shall be appointed and organized from the houses of justice of the whole world, and all the world shall come under its administration. As to the most great characteristic of the revelation of Baha'u'llah, a specific teaching not given by any of the prophets of the past, it is the ordination and appointment of the center of the covenant. By this appointment and provision, he has safeguarded and protected the religion of God against differences and schisms, making it impossible for anyone to create a new sect or faction of belief. To ensure unity and agreement, he has entered into a covenant with all the people of the world, including the interpreter and explainer of his teachings, so that no one may interpret or explain the religion of God according to his own view or opinions, and thus create a sect founded upon his individual understanding of the divine words. The Book of the Covenant, covenant or Testament of Baha'u'llah, is the means of preventing such a possibility. For whoever shall speak from the authority of himself alone shall be degraded. Be ye informed and cognizant of this. I'm going to add a little um, portion to each daily reading. We're going to start uh, with the hidden words. We're just going to read one each day. So today we start with the first one. O son of spirit, my first counsel is this. Possess a pure, kindly, and radiant heart, that thine may be a sovereignty, ancient and perishable and everlasting. As some of you know, the hidden words were written by Baha'u'llah. There's a little introduction that I'm going to include today. 1858, Iraq. Walking along the banks of the river Tigris, wrapped in meditation, Baha'u'llah, the prophet founder of the Baha'i faith, reflected on the eternal relationship between God and man, on the purpose of life, and on the obstacles that lie before man in the path of spiritual perfection. Out of such profound contemplation poured forth the inspiration for this absorbing collection of short meditational verses in whose brief lines may be found a distillation of those spiritual truths that have been the central inspirational force behind all the religious traditions of the past. So, I want to close with a prayer today for nearness to God. It is on page 130 and 131 of the Pi prayer book. O Lord my God, and my haven in my distress, my shield and my shelter in my woes, my asylum and refuge in time of need, and in my loneliness my companion, in my anguish my solace, and in my solitude a loving friend, the remover of the pangs of my sorrow, and the pardoner of my sins. Holy unto thee do I turn, fervently imploring thee with all my heart, my mind, and my tongue, to shield me from all that runs counter to thy will in this the cycle of thy divine unity, and to cleanse me of all defilement that will hinder me from seeking, stainless and unsullied, the shade of the tree of thy grace. Have mercy, O Lord, on the feeble, and make whole the sick, and quench the burning thirst. Gladden the bosom wherein the fire of thy love doth smolder, and set it aglow with the flame of thy celestial love and spirit. Robe the tabernacles of divine unity with the vesture of holiness, and set upon my head the crown of thy favor. Illumine my face with the radiance of the orb of thy bounty, and graciously aid me in ministering at thy holy threshold. Make my heart overflow with love for thy creatures, and grant that I I may become the sign of thy mercy, the token of thy grace, the promoter of concord amongst thy loved ones. Devoted unto thee, uttering thy commemoration, and forgetful of self, but ever mindful of what is thine. O God, my God, stay not from me the gentle gales of thy pardon and grace, and deprive me not of the wellsprings of thine aid and favor. Neath the shade of thy protecting wings let me nestle, and cast upon me the glance of thine all-protecting eye. Loose my tongue to laud thy name amidst thy people, that my voice may be raised in great assemblies, and from my lips may stream the flood of thy gri- of thy praise. Thou art in all truth the gracious, the glorified, the mighty, the omnipotent. Abdu'l-Bahá. Thank you for um, joining me today at Scattering Angels. It's a pleasure to read these writings, and I hope that it um, helps to brighten your day. Um, we'll hopefully come together again tomorrow. Thank you again. Bye-bye.